Jesus shine. Oh, I love it when you sing. Sing some more. No. <laughs> I have a voice for an organ. Like an organ? Yeah, like I grew up in church with an organ. Oh. Yes. And so I feel like my voice just lends itself. The organ kind of drowns out the um the rougher side of my singing. And so Okay. I can't well, touch the floor. <laughs> welcome to uh, an episode of Off the Fence. Today we're actually going to talk about Shine. That's why she was singing Shine. You know, well, we're not going to don't cuz they're going to cut that part out. Oh no. They will. <laughs> oh no, I think. They will. I think if that's not put in, we've missed a great opportunity. I think I will do everything I can to ensure that that opportunity is missed. <laughs> uh, Milton and Josh, you're going to have to watch out for this one. So, hey, I want to talk about Shine. So every year, we as a church, um, around Christmas time, we're celebrating Christmas, right? In fact, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know how, how everyone does on their gift giving. Maybe you've got all your gifts all bought. Maybe some of you have them all wrapped or under the tree. We can't do that because the dogs will eat things that are... Well, only one of the dogs. Okay, the big dog. The horse dog. dog. Yes. Uh, so... Every year as a church, though, we take a very specific part of the Christmas story. And we say, you know what? I don't want to just observe Christmas. We don't want to just observe Christmas. We don't want to just consume Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what part of the Christmas story do we need to make sure isn't left out mm -hmm. of our behavior? Not yes. just like our remembrance, but yes. our behavior. If you go to Matthew chapter 2, you go into... Lots of parts of the beginning of the story, but you're gonna, you, that's where the kings come up or the wise men come up, however mm -hmm. you've learned this. or um, We three kings of the Orient are. Are we going to do a musical yeah, yep, this yeah. episode? <laughs> I love it. So Matthew chapter 2, uh, I'll read verse 11. They entered the house. Now, this is the magi, mm -hmm. the king. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down and worshipped him. Mm -hmm. Keywords, bowed down mm -hmm. and worshipped him. Mm -hmm. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm -hmm. So here's what we've done. As a church, no matter why you exchange gifts at Christmas, you might just say tradition, it would be kind of weird uh, if all of a sudden you're the one person who chose in your family not to participate in gift giving. And anyway, so we all do it for different reasons. We as a church say, all right, we're going to participate in the Christmas story. Let's do what the Magi did. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's be a group of people who, who was like, we love Jesus. It's so awesome that God came into our life. Mm -hmm. But if Christmas is really about God, really about God, if Christmas is really about God, we refuse to leave him out yes. of the gift giving. However, according to statistics, most Christians do not include God on their gift giving list for presents, which is kind of sad. Now, someone just said, well, God doesn't need anything. Well, right. And I, I give gifts to people that have nothing to do with what they need. A lot of times we give people, here's a coffee mug. Guess what? No one in America needs another coffee mug. Not one. I love giving socks because yeah. they're fun. Most people don't yeah, need socks you know, with funny so, sayings right. on them. So I'm saying our gift giving <laughs> is not relegated to the, to the category of I only give people what they need. Sure. So don't do that to God. Don't do that to God. 
this Christmas refuse to leave God out of gift giving. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. So, yeah. so we as a church do this. We call it our shine offering. Can you give a little backstory sure. on, on shine and just where it started and, and why it matters? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, if I can track back in time, I think it was five years ago, maybe six that we as a church say, you know what, one of the, we are, we're going to disciple people. That's what Jesus mandated, commissioned us to do is disciple people. And if you refuse to talk about money and God, then you can't be a disciple of Jesus. Uh, you just can't. There's sacrifice still. No, you no longer have to sacrifice, uh, uh, awesome sheep <laughs> to, to for the forgiveness of sins, but it's still a relationship. So sacrifices still require. Jesus said that we're to deny ourselves, pick up a cross, and follow Him, and live this life of uh, being a living sacrifice. Is what Scripture teaches. So we said, "Hey, church, we're, we've kind of been not really dwelling on something for Christmas. We're giving each other gifts. We're making snacks for each other, cookies for each other." We're going to our office Christmas parties. Our kids are having their Christmas programs, and we're doing all this kind of stuff. And we're going to come to a church service. Yeah, get your tickets right. Come to a church service. But what about including God on your gift-giving list? Mm -hmm. And according to Jesus, the best way to give to God financially is through his church, mm -hmm. what he built, what he established to get the gospel out. So five or six years ago, we started doing that. We just started highlighting to help people understand when you give to the church, here's what that money's being yep. used for. Yep. And it helped get things started like uh, a car ministry to help fix people's cars. Mm -hmm. And for folks who couldn't afford like the full mechanics bill, mm -hmm. so are we put into our church budget mm -hmm. a way to help do that. And so when you gave to the church, you were helping fix people's cars. We've done projects for our kids' ministry mm -hmm. where some facility needs. Uh, we've, we've helped the kids have better environments to, to learn what they need to learn about the Word of God. Uh, we've done... Uh, different work all over the globe mm -hmm. from translating the Bible. To, that was a big one. Yeah. yeah. To um, local local stuff. We've been able to help fuel that because the way we build our budget as a church is we build the budget and then we invite people to give so that that budget can be accomplished. We don't try, when I want to do a bunch of these, like, hey, we really want to do these other things. We just can't afford to do it. I think a church budget should be using the sacrifices of the people in the church to do the work of the Lord that he's called us to do. Mm -hmm. So that's why we just kind of, well, we don't kind of, we do. We push in December that we've got this, this model, this example given to us by the Magi who, who weren't even fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ, <laughs> bringing him financial sacrificial gifts. I love how scripture talked about from their treasure. Mm-hmm not from their leftovers, mm -hmm. from their mm -hmm. treasure. They gave him extravagant gifts. Uh, in the Christmas story, if you read it from the Bible, really the, the person who gets the financial gift is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Christians, do you hear me? Is that what you're also doing? Mm -hmm. If you believe the Bible's true and you should do what the Bible says, are you taking the Bible's example of what to do with Christmas? Mm -hmm. If Christmas is really about God, are you leaving him out of the Christmas gift list? And so what God's been doing in our church, I think is worth sharing. Yes. Uh, yeah. God doesn't just say give to the church and, and he doesn't use it. He uses it every year. He uses it. And what God's been doing has been profound. Hmm. One example I learned of the Celebrate Recovery ministry that we have. 
that the church budget helps pay for and make happen, the mm-hmm. curriculum, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We had an individual, we've told his story before, where he found freedom at, through Celebrate Recovery and freedom from addiction and you know mm-hmm. all, all that. And he began to lead and his life getting turned around by God mm-hmm. through Celebrate Recovery, which is pretty cool. Well, his family notices the change in his life and tells his sister, hey, your brother has experienced life change at that thing called Celebrate Recovery. Why don't you go to that church and go to that Celebrate Recovery thing? Maybe you too would experience that life change. And so she comes to Celebrate Recovery, but not like fully engaged. She comes, stands in uh, the corner of the room of the small group that she went to with her hoodie on, right? All pulled over her head, standing in the corner, not really participating, just listening. Does that over and over. Eventually, she comes to her group, and she doesn't stand in the corner. She sits on the floor, but gets a little closer, hearing stories of what God's doing in our church and through people's lives. Then eventually, she's sitting in a chair in the group, involved in the group, hoodie off, listening, Mm -hmm. hearing what God wants to do in her life, to eventually she's letting God have have her life, Mm -hmm. turning things over, letting God do the supernatural in her mind, body, and soul. Mm all because a church was willing to fund this to make Celebrate Recovery happen. And her life is, has been changed by God, mm-hmm. changed by God. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what's really cool. The story doesn't stop just with her life being changed by God. She is now leading a group in our Celebrate Recovery ministry, yes. helping others experience the same freedom mm-hmm. that she has experienced. Yeah. All because people gave to a church, helped buy curriculum that needed to be bought, orchestrated to celebrate recovery ministry. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we give to the church, when we give to God, it should be used for God's size, dreams, yeah. and, and aspirations. Yeah. Uh, other things. Uh, we as a church have budgeted in, in the new budget to, uh, to help partner with neighborhoods in our community, like yeah. our local community. Yeah. In fact, you're the one charged with leading this. I- <laughs> I am one of the things that that we want to be really intentional about um, from an outreach perspective uh, in our community and around the globe is knowing what needs exist and then going and pushing forward initiatives and organizations and people who are on the front lines of those. Uh, And so homelessness, uh, just basic needs, transportation, um, housing, food. Uh, But one of the things that we do is a ministry called Safe and Healthy Kids, which encompasses all kinds of things. It's a very broad term, but it's everything from foster and adoptive and kinship families to partnering with the schools and serving in the schools. And one of the things that we didn't even budget for last year because we didn't even know it was a need was one of the things that came up through the course of this year um, was the opportunity to partner with a neighborhood that had just experienced and continues to experience really um, in our community a disproportionate amount of violence. Okay. So these kids and families who are just trying to live their lives um, are are experiencing a lot of scary things. Yeah. And so some community members and um, that housing complex decided that they wanted to do something really intentional to help the kids not just feel safe, but but have a place that they could connect and be poured into. And we're getting to be part of that. And, one of the things that I love is it's likely that this thing that we have had the privilege of getting to sit at the table 
for and be part of is going to be taken by other similar neighborhoods that are really just experiencing a lot of heavy stuff. We'd be able to do that in, in their neighborhood too, and just build relationships and develop partnerships and just remind people that they're seen and they're valued in ways that I think, um, we just can't ignore, um, that God is moving. The way you've described it, there, there are places, there's neighborhoods in our, in our community where hope is not near as plentiful mm-hmm. for some families, mm-hmm. and because it, there's some there's some precarious, scary, but but also going like what 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 can God actually do in this world? Yeah, and we get the opportunity to bring yeah. the hope of of God by by, by <clears throat> literally partnering with people. Yeah, that's going yeah. on. Make what is heavy a little lighter. Yes, in the name of Jesus, and, for sure. And that costs money. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, we think about like. Any nonprofit that we give money to or organization, whatever, you should want to know what they're using that for. Well, you should also want to know what's the church doing with my sacrifice? One, are you a part of that sacrifice? Two, what's the church doing? Um, Another thing, our kids' ministry wants to strengthen the curriculum of what we teach kids, and that costs money. So we've got that budgeted, and we're going to, 2024, I'm excited about what we think we can do or what we hope we can be doing. But uh, incredible things going there. Uh, we're going to start a ministry training center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are right now. There is more need than at least in my lifetime for people to help lead churches, be a part of churches, and and so we're going to develop a ministry training center uh, this year. Get it get it rolling. I'm excited about that. Uh, God is moving. Just I don't know. This seems kind of dry when I say it at first, but just in in the numbers of what God mm-hmm. is doing in the church, it's. Uh, it's nothing I thought I'd ever be a part of. I, I never dreamt of it. That So far this year, over over 800 people have decided to follow Jesus. It's amazing. In our church. This, mm-hmm. this year, January till, till now, over 800 people. If you look at our average amount of people that come on a, on a Thursday slash Sunday, if you take that average, over 8% of our average attendance has been baptized this year. Over 8%. Mm-hmm. Um, if we did another baptism, it probably would go to 10%. There's, it's, what God's doing, the, the people getting saved, devoting their lives to Jesus, it has been borderline what some in some areas of this world would call a movement of God. Yeah, And we believe he continues to want to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we added our, our fourth service. I guess I, I just said Thursday. And yeah, we added another service. We had to add a service. Mm-hmm. And, and when all the articles say the church is dying, yeah. we added a service on Thursday. And and that has, with with inflation and stuff like that, opening up the building more is awesome, but yeah. it has other costs. Yeah. Uh, I know it might seem dry. All that to say, so every year as, we, as a church, we do what's called a shine offering. Mm-hmm. We take the magi opening up our treasure, treasure mm-hmm. and saying, I want to make sure that we don't leave God off the gift list. Mm-hmm. And so we have some goals this year. I thought I'd state some goals. Can I ask too, though, before you state the goals or or along alongside the goals, um, oftentimes really the focus of shine and the word of the year, oh yeah, just always end up kind of aligning, and and that's the goodness and yeah. just fullness of the Lord. Sometimes a shine a offering can that. feel like you're buying something for the church. Yeah, and I don't know that that behavior is the behavior of what a disciple should be about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where I think 
a healthier approach is not how do I buy something for the church? How do I give God a, a, a financial gift and let God multiply it in ways I never even dreamt of yeah. rather than me just buying something that I can dream of, right? Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes as a church, we talk about, hey, if, if we're able to have this kind of um, money come in, we can buy this and do this. We've done it in the past vans and stuff like that. I'm not sure that it needs to be a long-term approach we have as a church. Mm-hmm. Our, our word of the year for 2024 is going to be the word disciple. Mm-hmm. So what if we started living out that, that, that as a Christian? How do I be a disciple? Well, I get out of the world of being a buyer mm-hmm. and get into more of a giver. Mm-hmm. And shine is a great way to start. Like yes. if you're doing nothing right now, go from nothing to something. Like yeah. if you're doing something, move it to scheduled. Like yep. just where it's like, I'm not just going to do this one time. I'm not going to be a, just a shine giver. I'm going to, I'm going to give when I get paid, I'm just going to give a little bit each time. Or maybe you've done all that move mm-hmm. to sacrificial where you mm-hmm. do Christmas even differently this year. Let's say when you're buying gifts, let's say you have a, you have a spouse and and you have uh, two children and so maybe if you're wise you have some sort of a christmas budget <laughs> so, you, so you're I not hope you have a christmas budget yeah. yes friends. yes Catherine. hope uh, <laughs> that you have some sort of a gift giving budget what if you added god to your gift giving budget but listen 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 don't give him the least mm-hmm. give him what you're giving everyone else even if you have to lower what you give everyone else. That's the sacrificial part. That's moving from scheduled to sacrificial. Maybe your numbers, whatever people spend for on each other. I don't know if you give uh, $50 of gifts to your kids or $25, or if you give $500 or $1,000 worth of gifts to each of your kids. What if, what if you included God's church, God, in your gift-giving budget, and you evened it all out, and everyone gets the same amount? What if you're even crazy and give God more than you give anyone else? Mm-hmm. So I think that's profound. Here's what could happen. I want someone to get a, if you're a visionary, you're like, what if we all did this? Yeah. So normally, normally we have, oh, somewhere around 250, maybe 275 different people, different homes, mm-hmm. bring Magi kind of a, an approach to mm-hmm. this and give God a gift financially to the church every, every year, about 250, 275 what if rather than we just say, well, here's the number, because every year we shoot for $200,000. What if our number was different? What if it was more about the amount of people participating this year? Mm-hmm. What if we moved from being a normal church of 250 people, part of this, our new number? What if 500 of us? Mm-hmm. What if 500 of us, of us Fountain Springers, 500 homes or 500 different, different people, what if 500 givers said, we're going to be a part of opening up our treasure and bringing God a gift on Christmas, just like we bring a lot of different other people gifts? Mm-hmm. 500. That's the goal. This year's 500. I hope it can fuel uh, the budget. I hope it can fuel because if if some people like to know, like, David, tell me what's really going on. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, as a pastor of a church, um, inflation and expenses have affected the church budget. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a very conservative budget as a church. We make sure that we don't overspend, but we also don't cheat, especially kids ministry and mission stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. But we have a very conservative budget and costs have all gone up. Yes. So my challenge is, can we get 500 of us mm-hmm. rallied around? Yeah. I know in our home, I think, I think, uh, we always pitch it to the kids that I think the Canaan home can come up with 
I don't know what Bo's going to do, but <laughs> I bet I bet five of the 500 givers can come from our home. Yeah. I think our kids would like to be individually involved mm-hmm. in opening up their treasure and bringing, like mm-hmm. the Magi do, a gift to God. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening, uh, I hope this is borderline offensive to you. I really do. I, I hope this challenges you so much that you're willing to dig into the story of the Magi and say, am I... Am I celebrating Christmas just with lights and presents and food and and going to church? Or are you actually taking the whole story mm-hmm. of the Magi? Do you have the Magi in your nativity set at home? If you do, then you should behave the way the Magi did. They brought with they brought themselves doubts. They had doubts with them, concerns, what in the world's going on. It was precarious. Their life was in jeopardy by going to the crazy king and all that kind of stuff. But they brought a treasure. Mm-hmm. So th- this year for Christmas, run from zero. Isn't that a great way to just run from stinking zero? Mm-hmm. Don't give God zero financially this year. Mm-hmm. Refuse to do that. And I invite you, I am unashamed on this. I think Fountain Springs Church is a great, great source of using God's money and sacrifices mm-hmm. to do God's things that he wants done. Yeah. And so we're gonna we're gonna keep spreading the gospel. Uh, locally and nationally and globally. We're going to keep engaging neighborhoods and and tangible needs. We're going to keep teaching kids who Jesus is. We're going to keep helping teenagers know what their identity and who their identity comes from. We're going to keep offering Celebrate Recovery. Mm -hmm. We're going to fight for spreading this gospel everywhere we can. And shine is one of the most tangible things that we can all be a part of. So... You can you can give right now if you want to. I mean, like it's open now. You can you can just literally go to our app, our website. If you come on a weekend, you go to Next Steps area, and they'll help you like give specifically to the Shine offering. Mm-hmm. But uh, may we as a church unite over this. Yeah. May we as a church uh, celebrate Christmas, being all about God by not leaving God off the gift list this year. Thanks for listening uh, to this off-the-fence podcast (laughs) about Shine. But uh, as, of course, with this season we've been talking about, we hope you have an incredible Christmas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And may your Christmas be full of not just how it went for you, but may it be how you contributed to God. You blessed God. You sacrificed for God because the season is all about God. Mm -hmm. Have an incredibly Merry Christmas. We love you so much. Mm